You're listening to the Strategy in Small Doses podcast, the show that gives you short, story-based strategy sessions to which you can easily relate and take immediate action. Each episode is aimed to help you reduce the overwhelm, create massive clarity, instill you with the confidence you need to grow your business, and create a clear plan to get you there. So let's dive in with business strategist, mastermind facilitator, productivity expert, and your biz bestie host, Michelle Denio. Hey everybody, welcome back to Strategy in Small Doses. I am so excited you're here with me today because I have another amazing guest expert with me. I hope that you guys are enjoying the guest expert episodes as much as I am because we have had some absolutely amazing guests and today's is just as amazing. So I have with me today, Tracy Bissett. She is your biz money coach. Um, And I am going, as you know, to pass the mic over to her here in a minute, but I'd love to actually just take a minute and introduce the guests that I have with me um, with a little bit of their background and their bio. So today I have Tracy Bissett, Chief Financial Fitness Trainer of Bissett Financial Fitness. Tracy educates and empowers individuals notably young adults and entrepreneurs to take control of and live their financial lives with confidence. As a former executive at TD Bank, one of Canada's big five banks, Tracy has worked with and in support of thousands of individuals and entrepreneurs to secure the financing they need. This hands-on experience coupled with her formal financial education um, position Tracy uniquely to coach about all things money. Oh my gosh, a topic near and dear to my heart. I love, love, love talking about money. So Tracy, thank you so much for being here with me today. I'm going to pass the mic over to you. Tell us more about you, how you got started and anything else you want to share with us in the audience. Thank you so much, Michelle. It's really my pleasure to be here with you. Uh, I'm based in Toronto, Ontario in Canada. Uh, So Canadian guest for you, which is fun. Uh, I was a banker for many years, as you mentioned. Uh, I loved money ever since I was a little kid. I used to do lots of little side hustles out in my neighborhood to make money. And I grew up really um, appreciating that uh, money didn't need to be emotional. It was a means to secure things or get things or do things that you wanted. And so that's kind of a unique stand. I know most people don't feel that way about money. Um, So I always thought I'd start my own business, but I got into banking and the two years I thought I would be there turned into 16, which was a great opportunity, worked with great clients, great colleagues. And then there came a time like usually happens in financial services, there's restructuring and and my seat was taken away from the table. Uh, So instead of going back to another role in another um, bank in Canada, I, I pooled together all the things I like to do. So helping people learn about money, uh, teaching, educating, uh, really diving into that part of the business. Um, I, I started Bissett Financial Fitness, which is coaching, consulting, and education, all for young people or business owners. And it, it's been so fun to do that. Uh, and I have a podcast as well, Young Money, uh, the advice show for millionaires in the making. Uh, so oh I love, love what you're doing with the show. And you put out so many episodes in such a short time. It's fantastic. Yeah, I love I love that you're actually focusing on the younger generation because there's so many people that want to work with people that already have money, they already are established or whatever. And the next generation, that's our future, right? Like we need to educate them about money and empower them. Like you said, it's a means to do things. And mm-hmm. I love that you are, I love the name of your podcast. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's dive in a little bit. Um And just talk about like, what is your number one tip, one tip, if you could give to business owners, obviously the younger generation, but even just 
maybe starting entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs that have started and have no idea. Money is like the furthest thing from their mind. They, they hate numbers. What's, what's your, what's your number one tip? It is to know your numbers. So I work with business owners across all different industries, all different ages. Um, and sales are usually up to about $2 million, anywhere from startup up to there. Uh, and the common denominator is, uh, in terms of issues about not knowing the numbers, um, number one, it's this, um, fear of the numbers or fear that they're not good at the numbers. And so if I just work really hard, it's going to work out. Okay. So kind of ignoring them. And then the second kind of camp I see people in is, well, I've got a bookkeeper and I hired an accountant. So why do I need to know the numbers? And so, uh, for me, you can't hit your goals unless you know, your numbers, you can't see if you're profitable, you can't actually implement reasonable marketing strategies if you don't know what's going on. Uh, so it's so important to get clear on your numbers and it doesn't need to be hard. Um, and, uh, usually when people are worried about their numbers, they're worrying about these worst case scenarios in their head. And when they actually see their numbers, it's not as bad as they think. And, the other reason to plan and, and to look at your numbers is to actually be able to move on to problem solving because so many business owners stay in kind of dread and overwhelm and don't know what to do. Uh, but when you can quantify the problem, then you can actually get people to help you and you can move on and get going with things. Yeah. It's the unknown, right? Like we make up all these stories in our head about <laughs> we can't afford it, or we look at this. When you say know your numbers, what what numbers are you specifically referring to? I think that, you know, for entrepreneurs, though, for those of, for those entrepreneurs listening that hate numbers or don't want to, what numbers do they really need to know? Uh, so you should be doing, looking at your um, sales and expenses every single month. You should be looking at your bank account balance, um, but you want to be able to track, are you, are you making more money than you are paying out? Uh, also understanding your cash flow cycle is incredibly important because you could have more sales than you do expenses and be highly profitable. But if you're in an industry where people pay you later after you do the work, you can get into trouble pretty quickly. And I've seen businesses go under in as quick as 90 days because they didn't have cash coming into the business. So not only knowing sales and the expenses, but understanding, um, even just thinking about it to keep it very simple. When you do business with one customer, when does money actually flow to you? And so if you can keep it to the basics and follow that flow of money, then when you add on all the other clients you have, you start to see a pattern and you can understand it and actually manage for it. Yeah, I think cash flow, that's a huge, a huge problem for a lot of small business owners. I know I see a lot in these Facebook groups and on LinkedIn and different things, especially in the freelance and solopreneur space mm -hmm. is that they do the work upfront. And then invoice at the end, and then it's months, late payments and different things. And now next thing you know, you've committed to whether that's something you've outsourced and you've committed to a payment that's due on the first of every month. And now you have clients paying you. So understanding like, when do you get paid? When do your bills go out? That's, I think a lot of people aren't focused on that, right? They're focused on, okay, I made this much money this month and I spent this much. And at the end of the day, I have this bottom line, but like you said, the sales are one thing, cash is another. How much cash is coming into your bank? When and how often, right? Is it one time? Is it reoccurring income? Is it, you know, are you constantly in that client acquisition mode where you need to be? Or do you have a reoccurring state of flow with your cash and different, different services and offers, right? 
Absolutely. And then that can feed into what types of clients do you want to spend more time pursuing? If you do have a mix of maybe corporates that are paying you a little bit slower, because that's just their process, maybe then you're going to put more marketing efforts on individual clients where you can get some money up front and then some when it's finished. So understanding the cycle gives you power and then you're in control of how you want to drive your business. Right. Yeah. I love I really, I could talk about it all day because I do love, <laughs> I love numbers. And I just think there's so many people, like you said, like business owners, they just don't know. Like they send an invoice, they get paid, they move on. Like it's this cyclical cycle of just like find a client, send an invoice, get paid, you know, whatever. And they're just constantly moving on. And so many of them feel like they can't invest or they don't have, you know, they're not at that point yet, or maybe they're overspending. Maybe they're at a point where they're investing too much for how much money they have coming in. And just having a basic understanding, it's not like you're asking clients to have a full understanding of their tax liability and all of these really detailed things. It's just a basic baseline to say like, what is the financial status and of your business at any given point? Can you, can you pick up on that? Right? Yeah. And I, when I'm working with clients, the first thing I do is we just map it out on paper. Like if we can't have a, a simple conversation and map out the high level numbers, uh, we're making it too hard and we're making it too complicated. So yes, then we'll get into all the details, but we don't need to start there. We just want to understand how is everything fundamentally working. And so if we can take that first step, that all brings a lot of clarity right away. And all of a sudden it's not so hard. Yeah. And it's almost probably, I would, I would think for most of your clients, it's probably extremely refreshing for them. Yeah. I can visibly see the stress lift off their shoulders and the anxiety. And, and now they're like, oh, wow, maybe I can hire someone. Maybe I can get that other piece of equipment because then you can, can start doing some what if scenarios. And well, how many clients would that actually be to be able to afford another employee or the first employee? Um, so it, it's very empowering. Yeah. I like that you really talk about empowering you to move your business forward, right? It's about the growth. It's not just mm -hmm. about understanding your numbers, just to say you've made this much money, but it's empowering you to grow your business in the most structured and beneficial way to both you, your clients and everybody else. When you have this understanding. Absolutely. Awesome. So for those people that, okay, knowing your numbers, that's great, but how can they do that? What is an action that they can take um, right now while they're listening, as soon as they get done listening to this, what is one action that they can take to really help them and empower them to know their numbers? So it's important to set a regular time to review your financial results and financial position in the business. Uh, at a minimum, it should be monthly, but for somebody who's getting started, I recommend kind of short periods of time. So weekly is the best cadence. Uh, if you can put 15 minutes, 30 minutes in your calendar a week, make sure you're devoting time to it, just like you do all the other areas in your business. Um, maybe the first meeting is just looking at your bank account because you haven't done that very often. Maybe it's looking at your sales and kind of seeing what's going on and just just get into that regular routine. And I do have a tool to help people so they can get started right away. So uh, it's not so uh, strange and, and you don't know where to start. So if you head over to bizmoneycoach.ca, you can download a money meeting agenda that the first meeting you might just spend looking at the agenda. 
and then you're going to wait till next week and then you're going to get started so that we're not diving in, committing to all these things right off the bat that we kind of uh, forget about in two weeks time. We want to just make it a regular steady part of our routine. And the more time we spend with our numbers, we're going to start seeing how the things that you're doing in your business and your client relationships, how it all impacts the numbers. And it starts to weave a nice story together. It's not these, these two things that are totally opposite. Right. Yeah. And for those of you listening, I want you to really hear what she's saying here of setting that monthly meeting. We are, we think nothing of setting a meeting with a potential client, with setting meetings with clients, setting meetings with all these people. We set meetings all day long, but we very rarely take the time to set these non-negotiable CEO style meetings. And you need to do that. It's not like the, and the more you do it, the less time it's going to take, right? Like you said, the first meeting might simply be looking at the agenda, but the more you do this and the more routine you get, the faster it's going to become, the more efficient it's going to be and really truly make that a non-negotiable. I think so many people set these meetings and then something else comes up and it's the first thing to go. No, you need to be setting these appointments with yourself and treating yourself as the CEO or your business that you are and keep it a non-negotiable, just like you wouldn't cancel at the last second on a client, you need to treat yourself as a client too, right? I mean, it's so important and it can get so much faster. And Tracy's giving you a tool that's telling you exactly how to run this meeting. So you don't even, it's not like you have the excuse to say like, okay, I set the meeting, but now I don't know what to do. No, now you have the tool to do it. And we're going to make sure, I will definitely make sure that the link to that is in the show notes, but having that tool is probably so incredibly helpful for those that really don't know, what do I do? Absolutely. And then all of a sudden, every time you go to make decisions, you already have in in your mind, what's your financial position? Oh yeah. I needed three more clients to be able to, to hire that person. Okay. I I just got the third one. Now I can get onto that. And so it takes out all of this mystery and this anxiety and it's, it's a very calming thing. So I, I encourage everybody to get started. Exactly. And that's another key point right there is that it's calming. It, most people probably go into it feeling like it's going to add overwhelm, but the end result is very, like she's saying, empowering. It's very calming. It allows you to make educated decisions. So you don't feel like you're floundering. So really get excited about that, that you're going to walk away from that meeting with yourself feeling calm and empowered and know exactly what you're working towards. I love it. I love, love, love it. I can't wait to download that meeting. Um, because you know, I definitely have a meeting with myself. I have like a spreadsheet. I'm a spreadsheet person. I love spreadsheets, but I don't necessarily have an agenda that walks me through. So I cannot wait, um, to download that. So Tracy, tell us a little bit more. How can people connect with you? What do you have going coming up? Um, where's your favorite place to hang out if they want to learn more about you and how they can work with you? And if they really want to understand their numbers and don't want to DIY it, how can people get, get in touch with you? Uh, so the best place to find me is on LinkedIn. Tracy has an E and Bissett has two S's, two T's. Would love to hear questions, comments. Let me know that you heard me here on Michelle's show. Um, that's the best place to find me. And we do have an upcoming training to help you um, advance your financial fitness journey. Uh, so it's entrepreneurial peace training. We're kicking things off shortly in October and you can get registered at bizpeace.com. 
so we'd love to have everybody uh, join us, whether it's live or on the replay. Uh, we have a workbook for the session, so it takes some of that um, note-taking uh, requirement out of it so that you can actually focus on what I'm saying and, and take away some actionable things that you can do that day. And we know from our past trainings that um, people are leaving in power and they're actually moving things ahead on the financial side of their business, uh, which is creating better business results overall. And those trainings are free or paid? Yeah, free. Awesome. Absolutely Even better. Great. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So um, again, we'll make sure the link is in the show notes. So make it completely easy. No excuses for you not to be able to find it. Um, we'll have all of Tracy's links there so you can easily connect with her. Tracy, any last minute thoughts you want to share with the audience in regards to money, numbers, financial fitness, just even like some motivation or inspiration, anything you want to add before we wrap it up? Uh, financial fitness, uh, financial literacy, it's a journey. You're going to be on it for your whole life. Uh, you're going to do it personally as well as in your business. Um, so think about it that way, that you're on a long-term journey. If you can take one imperfect step every day, um, that's going to bring you farther along on the journey. Um, but it's also so important to be kind to yourself because you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make missteps, get back on track, keep going. And uh, it's, it's not going to be the end of the world. So view it with that lifelong uh, learning approach. And you're not going to notice right for a while, um, all of the things that you're picking up, but you are moving forward on your financial fitness journey. So stay with it. It's definitely worth it. Awesome. And I'm going to wrap it up just with a point that she brought up in her intro is to take the emotion out of money, right? Like you said, it's just a tool to get you the means of things that you want, dreams, except visions. It's not as emotional as we make it and you need to treat it that way. I think that is a really empowering mindset shift to say money is, it really isn't emotional because we do, we tend to put so many, so many emotions behind everything that we're doing when it comes to money. And when you can look at it without those emotions attached, it really just becomes something else, just like every other thing in our bit, like a decision-making process, just like every other thing that we do on a daily basis without having, I don't know. I, I, I hope that you guys are thinking about that because when she mentioned it to me, it's definitely got my mind thinking a lot. And I really want you guys to think really hard about that because that's a really empowering mindset shift in itself. If you've gained nothing else, that first statement was so powerful. And I really, really encourage you to sit with that one for a minute and really think about that. Awesome. Tracy, it was so, so great to have you. I loved this conversation. I know we could keep talking about it forever, but we're going to wrap it up. So I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Please, everybody take a minute, go connect with Tracy on LinkedIn and take her up on that free offer. Get in on that workshop. It's free. You have absolutely nothing to lose and so much to gain. So thanks so much, Tracy. I appreciate you. Thank you, Michelle. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast was designed to help you. If you have a specific topic or struggle you would like Michelle to cover, please feel free to send them her way. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others, post about it, and tag Michelle on social media, or leave a rating and review. For even more strategy tips and tricks, subscribe to her bi-monthly newsletter as she sends out exclusive bonus episodes to her email list only. Thanks again, and see you next time on the Strategy in Small Doses podcast.